I want, I want, I want, me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, a weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 52 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about the Declaration of Independence and Secession. just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the topic for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. Next week, I am planning on taking a vacation, like a legit, I'm not going to work at all vacation. So next week, there will be no episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. I'm sorry, but, um, you know, I just need a break. So anyway, the week after that, I will be back and refreshed and ready for exciting new shows. So anyway, I just want to let you guys know so you didn't think I'd like falling off the planet next week when nothing pops up in your iTunes feed. Speaking of which, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, why not? Go to iTunes, subscribe, and then you'll get the podcast every week right in your podcast feed. So with the 4th of July coming up this week, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the Declaration of Independence and secession, which are actually two related topics. And of course, secession's in the news with the recent Brexit. UK voters deciding that they want to leave the European Union, so essentially you have the United Kingdom seceding from the EU. And so this has brought up a lot of discussion on the internet and talk radio and all the various communications outlets about secession. And I find it pretty interesting because Americans have this weird, incongruent relationship with the concept of secession. I mean, after all, when you shoot off your fireworks on the 4th of July and you go to that Independence Day parade, you are celebrating secession. The Declaration of Independence was a secession document. On the other hand, when we start talking about the Civil War and secession in the context that most Americans immediately think of it, they, a lot of them, probably the majority, think, oh, secession's horrible. You can't do that. It shouldn't be done. Secession becomes this dirty word. And, of course, some of that has to do with its association with slavery. But I think it's important to separate those two issues. You can believe in secession and not believe in slavery, because obviously slavery had nothing to do with the, with the Brexit, and that was, um, for all practical purposes, a secession. So the Declaration of Independence is undoubtedly a 
secession document. The American colonies decided they no longer wanted to be part of the British Empire, so they seceded. They left. They declared their independence. And they declared their independence as 13 sovereign states. And I think that's an important thing to note. When the colonies declared their independence, they did not form a new nation. They were literally 13 independent countries. And they later formed a union. And then they later formed what the Constitution called a more perfect union. But Initially, they were independent, sovereign nations, just like England or Germany or any other nation you can think of. And it's important to understand that because the way you view the American states has a lot to do with how you're going to end up viewing the Constitution down the road. So just always keep that in, the, that in your mind. Declaration of Independence did not create a nation. It created 13 sovereign nations. So let's look at the Declaration of Independence, as a secession document. I'm going to read the, the most important clause as far as this goes, and a lot of you are probably familiar with this. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Here's where it gets important for our discussion today, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safetyness and happiness. This is the foundation of American political thought. This is the bedrock that the United States was ultimately founded on. This idea that government is only derived from the consent of the governed. It's not imposed from the top down. The people themselves institute governments that they believe will protect their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. The colonists believed the British government had become destructive to these ends, and the bulk of the Declaration of Independence lays out this case. And then the colonists said, we are exercising our right to alter or abolish our current form of government. They seceded from Great Britain. But when it comes to Southern secession, less than 100 years later, Americans jettison this whole idea, they jettisoned this bedrock principle. All of a sudden, people no longer have the right to abolish or alter their government if they don't believe it's meeting their needs or pursuing their ends. All of a sudden, it becomes justified for the top-down government to use force to compel people to remain in a political association. This violates the very principles America was founded on. Now, again, we need to separate out this idea of slavery from secession. I agree completely that the slavery motivation that was driving much of the secession talk in the South was unjustified. It was horrible. 
and, and really, do I even need to say this? I mean, this is kind of dumb that I even have to mention this. Nobody in the United States today is for slavery. It's just a ridiculous red herring that get, gets waved around. But there is this idea that the United States is somehow sacrosanct and that it must stay together forever no matter what anybody thinks. And again, this violates the basic principles that the country was founded on. Now, some people will respond and they'll say, well, Mike, secession isn't in the Constitution, therefore it's unconstitutional. Well, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. The fact that secession is not mentioned in the Constitution, it's not prohibited, means it is a power that is left to the states. Remember the Tenth Amendment. All powers that are not prohibited to the states or that haven't been delegated to the federal government are left to the states. Secession is not prohibited. Therefore, it remains a power of the states. In fact, several of the states ratifying documents explicitly state that they retain the right to secede, that they believed that they could get out of this union just like they were getting into it. Here's how the New York ratifying document put it. The powers of government may be reassumed by the people whensoever it shall become necessary to their happiness. Notice how this echoes language in the Declaration of Independence. It talked about the right of the people to alter or abolish and institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Here's the bottom line. On the 4th of July, we are celebrating American colonial secession, as we should, because it is a basic right of the people. It's an important right of the people. We should never have government lorded over us in such a way that we can never get out of it. American states should be able to leave the Union just like the United Kingdom left the European Union without bloodshed or violence. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. I won't talk to you next week, but I'll talk to you the week after.